My man Junior on the motherfucking beat with some straight up heat. Kush Hay Show. Kush Hay Show. The Kush Hay Show. The Kush Hay Show. Microdose. Let's uh let's let's bang out this microdose. Get our warm up. Uh, I'm feeling kind of warm already, but that's that's the gym beam. So. I got a, a nine nine and a half percent ABV beer here. Fantastic. It's a salted caramel porter. All right. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't and think I want to drink good. caramel beer, but hmm. you like it. That's good. Well, this is a the style of a porter has a lot of sort of like coffee and chocolate notes in it. It's kind of like a stout, but a little bit lighter. Okay. You know. It's a very different from like an ale, so. Okay, I, I prefer a lighter, lighter beer myself. Not necessarily light beer, but I, I don't, I don't want to drink my meal. So that's why I rarely drink Guinness. Even when I thought I was Irish, I rarely drink the Guinness. <laughs> Guinness uh, is pretty uh, syrupy. I'll give it that. I'll oh, it's it's a it's literally a meal. It's it's a it's a steak and potato liquefied with alcohol. Yeah. Oh. I mean. What's good, y'all? You've just been listening to Cush and Robin talking beverages. <laughs> Hope you've been having a fantastic weekend. You're on the microdose. Robin, how are you doing this fine Sunday? I'm great. Good to hear. I'm also doing well. I uh the privilege of seeing a couple movies this weekend. I watched on uh, Amazon Prime last summer's Shia LaBeouf indie film, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Straight up off the top. It, it looked really good to begin with. And it did not disappoint. It's a fantastic fucking movie. I have I have one one really huge flaw, just based on personalities and all that. But otherwise, I really enjoyed this 100 minute film. I don't have any information about like who directed it or who wrote it. Shia LaBeouf may have even directed it for all I know. However, <laughs> it's a fantastic little story about a a dude with Down syndrome. He's 22 years old. He he's he's an adult. He's a man. And yet he's being forced to live in a convalescent home with a bunch of retirees and, and people just waiting to die. As you can imagine, that's kind of a bummer. So he's made numerous escaped attempts. We see a couple of them, each one more delightful than the last. Finally, he gets it in. He's, uh, he's got this pro wrestling tape uh, featuring the, the Saltwater Redneck. It's a best of tape. It's an advertisement for his pro wrestling school in uh, wherever North Carolina and sure enough, he greases himself and he just runs right out the bars and he starts his journey. And uh, he meets up with Shia LaBeouf, who's this fuck drifter. He's falling apart like he's a fisherman, but he's stealing other people's crab traps. And the dude's just grimy from the get-go. So like he hasn't bathed in days as this movie has already started. You know, like he's he's got the North Carolina sun has already made him sweat through his t-shirt, but then he's got river water and probably like fish guts and all this nasty shit on it. Like... It's a worn shirt. You're just like, uh... It's, it's Shia LaBeouf uh, dressed as himself. I can smell you through this HDTV. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> anyway, these two connect. They find a purpose. And long story short, they're going to get to that wrestling school in North Carolina. Of course, because this kid has escaped the home he was living in, that he's mandated to live in. The caretaker is following them. The character of this caretaker, I don't know who the actress was. She did a great job. But, you know, she's she's a higher income bracket than you and I combined already. Like, uh, she, she may be volunteering, but she's she's not hungry. She's not she's not well-to-do. Like, this, this woman's living a good life regardless of whether she goes to this home or not. 
She, she's just trying to make a difference and whatnot. At some point, Shia LaBeouf seduces her very quickly just to do this stupid, I'm going to handcuff you to the steering wheel gimmick. And that's kind of where I lost it at that point. I was like, this is, this is a fantastic movie. And then what, what the fuck is this scene? This, this would never happen. <laughs> you guys have been on a raft for two days uh, with, with this caretaker. You, you literally just ate some catfish that you pulled out of the goddamn river. You already <laughs> been wearing clothes for a week now. Like, there's no way this woman would let you come that close to her, even sitting in the front seat with her. Yeah, it's. I had not seen this, but I remember I was uh, receiving some texts as you were kind of like hitting some of these major plot points. And I remember that point, that kind of turning point where you're like, well, this is just, this has just become a cartoon now. <laughs> basically, basically. They needed something to distract her so that they could get the kid into the wrestling match because everyone was having second thoughts, even the kid or, or whatever the case was. Like, I don't know why this woman needed to be handcuffed to a steering wheel. Uh, and for her to be the love interest at this point in time is just, it's the least realistic thing in this story. <laughs> okay. There's a lot going on in this thing. Um, we, we get some flashbacks where John Barenthal is uh, Shia LaBeouf's older brother who died in a drunk driving accident or whatever. And like, that makes fucking sense. Like, that's the most realistic thing in this movie is like, of course, John Barenthal would be crazy Shia LaBeouf's brother. I, 100% that happens. So the peanut <laughs> butter falcon, I can't, other than this one scene, can't recommend it strongly enough. Uh, very good movie. Wish I'd seen it in the theaters. If, if I was giving it a proper review, four out of five stars. Should, should have been nominated for an Oscar, even. Thank you, Shia. Thank you, Shia. Shia LaBeouf is crazy. Okay. I, I literally <laughs> believe this man is crazy and not just crazy, but like dangerous. Like many people, I underestimated this man because of those stupid Transformer films. I, I don't know anything about The Secret Life of Zack and Cody. I don't know anything. He about wasn't his... on that show. <laughs> well, that's apparently that's his problem then. Okay, because that's the memory I got. <laughs> it was yeah. not his show. I don't know anything about his his childhood career, but I, I do know that when I thought like Shia LaBeouf is a dangerous man, I hmm. I got that feeling when I heard heard when he did the movie Fury, the the David Ayer's World War II tank film. Oh like, my god! He literally grabbed some pliers and pulled his tooth out. Oh Lord! Like so, so you remember the Hangover movies? Mm -hmm. Ed Helms is missing a tooth. He apparently like broke his tooth years prior to that, and he can just pop that fucking thing in and out like it's, okay. it's a fakie. Right. Shia LaBeouf just went, "Give me these pliers, son, and give me some bandages." And yuck. and I was like, "This is a dangerous man. And no one, no one should, no one should test him." Well, he lives fast, and uh, I remember I bought a Shia LaBeouf action figure from Suncoast Video. Like really? when they were going out of business, they were coming a clearance. I bought it for two dollars. <laughs> it was an action figure of him from, as as his character from the Indiana Jones movie that oh, he was wow. in Kingdom okay, of Crystal yeah. And uh, that thing, I like tossed it in the glove box of my my old uh, 95 Acura Integra mm -hmm. that I drove all through college that had was super duper easy to break into that car was broken into easily like five or six times oh wow like and most of them in front of my house <laughs> <laughs> so and every time he survived each and every one of those break-ins Mm. So he's like a tome of like something that won't leave <laughs> something you don't even think about 
something you wouldn't miss if it was gone and yet somehow it's still with you (laughs) (laughs) and that's Shia LaBeouf in a nutshell (laughs) that's you gotta have mixed feelings about that when like there's already random shit missing but this one random shit wasn't random enough to take (laughs) like I um I recently this year installed a bunch of surveillance cameras around the house. It's just, it's just the way the neighborhood is now these days. We need them. I don't know if they're doing any good, but they're, they're providing me a lot of really interesting footage about shit happening right outside my front door. <laughs> Twice in a row, my neighbors received a package. The delivery, whatever, whatever set of initials you want to add to it, is not ringing the doorbell. Or, or the one two time they are, they didn't answer it. So they just leave it right there on the doorstep. And hours go by and go by and go by. And finally, twice, twice in a row I saw this. Someone walked by specifically to grab that item. One guy did this on camera. He looked at the return address and then he set it right back down and kept walking because he was like, I don't want this bullshit. <laughs> I, I don't know what was in it. Um, but, but he left it there. But he, if, had, had, had that address meant anything to him, he was going to take that package a thousand percent. Another guy beeline for the package straight up swooped it walks off camera you can hear him fucking around with the package and on the audio apparently it wasn't the t-shirt he wanted so he takes it right back places it on the doorstep and then walks back the way you came and i'm just like golly i mean great it's great your package didn't get stolen but what kind of bullshit are you ordering that no one wants to steal either (laughs) what kind of boring ass shit do you have (laughs) or maybe it's just very like you know, esoterics, very like specific machinery parts. These, mm. no, probably not. Probably not your neighbors. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this shit is wild these days. So, uh, and that's the story of my surveillance camera. <laughs> Robin, where can people find you? You can find me on the Instagrams uh, at seto dot png. That's s e t o dot png. Uh, it's where you can find all my doodles and sometimes even real paintings. And that's about it. And if you like hearing me ramble on and on and on and on about stupid movies, there's always the Bosnet.family where I have some movie reviews, old episodes of Cush and Kai, which this would have made a perfect episode for. Check me out on Twitter at Cush underscore Hayes. I've been Cush. I've been Robin. You've been you. My man Junior on the motherfucking beat with some straight up in. Cush Hay Show. Cush Hay Show. The Cush Hay Show. The Cush Hay Show. Microdose. From the Bosnet family. I can smell you through this HDTV. <laughs> <laughs>